until I was 10 years old. And, and that's when my life changed. Well, I have an uncle. Uh, I, he's still my uncle. It's my mom's brother. And um, so he, he was 14 probably at the time. So in 1984, um, mm -hmm. he had a cassette tape and he said, listen to this. And I still remember it was cover me. And it, it like a shot right through my heart. I, it was that guitar that just, it hit me. Um, and like Bruce says, uh, you know, you don't really get into the lyrics. It's first the music. And, and from then on, you know, at a, at a young age of 10, that was it. I wanted to know, you know, everything about that album in particular. And, um, and Bruce had just come, but I didn't know, but he just, he had just come in 84 to CNE. Um, I think in the same month that Born USA was dropped. So I spent a year just destroying this album and listening to it and, and, and reading the lyrics and looking at that picture about, uh, of him against that tree. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson. I have a new friend. Joe and I were just talking a few minutes before we hit record. Joe, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, you look all comfortable in your kitchen and just like you're ready just to pull up a nice uh, beverage and just talk a little uh, music. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. The kids are in bed, so that's kind of nice. And it's nice to have an adult conversation <laughs> once in a while. Absolutely. So I'm ready to go. Yeah. Uh, where are you calling us from? Um, I'm from uh, St. Catharines, Ontario, so southern okay. Ontario. Um, so not too far from Niagara Falls, which most of your okay. yeah. listeners are probably would know. And, uh, so anytime Bruce would come to Buffalo, I'd try to hit him up there. So it's not very far away. And my wife likes to hit the border there for some shopping and, oh, and nice. I'm a, yeah, and I'm about an hour uh, away from Toronto, uh, mm -hmm. just up the Queen Elizabeth way. So, uh, that's where I'm, I'm situated really in, uh, in Southern Ontario. It's a, it's a great place to live. Yeah. Um, it, I, I, I've told the Canadian story before, but um, a couple of companies ago, I worked uh, where we had a small little office in Winnipeg, Canada, and it was right after like where you guys had had the Olympics out in the West, you know, and all this beautiful snow. And, uh, you know, I fly into Winnipeg and it's just flat. <laughs> it's just flat and it's, yeah. it's cold. Um, and there was this, you know, they, like there was a big sign, uh, snow dump, you know, or, or I forgot that what word they called and, and, you know, you're as someone who's from Texas, you know, I'm picturing, Oh, there'll be this mound of snow and it's this big pound of dirt, <laughs> you know, because of all the salt and all this stuff on there. Uh, so, and then when I saw yeah. a dairy queen, I went, oh, Okay, this is not Canada, <laughs> but I did discover Tim Hortons and the greatness of uh, Tim Hortons. So there you yes. go. 
Yeah. There you go. You're honorary Canadian now. There we go. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, where'd you grow up in, Joe? What, what part of, uh, I assume, Canada? Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, basically a, a town called St. Catharines. I was born and raised there. Um, so, uh, you know, you're kind of like, right, like I said, you're right kind of in between, you know, you're not far from the falls and, and you're not far, far from Toronto. And um, I'm currently in a, in a town called Grimsby, which really isn't far from St. Catharines where I grew up. It's, again, okay. it's, it's about 15 minutes away. So um, I like to go back to St. Catharines, visit my mom there and, and get a good meal in every, every once yes. in a while. Um, so yeah, so, uh, it's where I am. And uh, I'm, I'm a teacher, elementary school teacher. I've been doing that for 20 some odd years. What grade? Um, well, I've, I've really done it, done everything from everything from three to eight, but currently grade six. Okay. Yeah. So, um, father of three, mm-hmm. uh, three, three boys who are uh, nine, six and, and three years old and I'm married. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, living the dream as they say. Yeah. Why did you, uh, what made you want to become a teacher? Um, well, it got started pretty early when I was probably in a 10th grade. I just enjoyed working with kids. I enjoyed going back to my elementary school and, and in the sports realm anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like going back, I really enjoyed being in the gym. Um, really, I was a jock who enjoyed being in the gym and, and then teaching kids, whether it was basketball or soccer, whatever it might be. And uh, that's kind of where the path took me. And I actually went to Duval College in, in Buffalo. Okay. And studied there after after postgrad. I was uh, I went to Brock University in uh, for my undergrad in St. Catharines and uh, okay yeah and then uh, yeah became a teacher. Did um do you um do you teach multiple subjects um is or or are you I I I never can remember depending on the school district right like when do you start going to like I remember the transition where um it was in junior high where you started getting different teachers, but the one, like I went to, you stayed in the classroom and the teacher moved versus you having to move. I guess they were like, didn't want try to get fifth graders organized enough to change classes. Yeah. But you're right. It, it does depend on, on the board or, or, or the district, but for the most part uh, in the Niagara Catholic school board that I'm in um, you teach every subject um, except for French. That's, that's our second language. Um, so you teach every subject and um, the kids really don't don't move. So then you're with them for the entire day. And so you're a jack of all trades, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, had you uh, were you raised Catholic? Yes. And so you wanted to teach in a Catholic a Catholic school? Yeah. Yeah. It just it was just part of just kind of part of you. So it was uh, yeah. it was just a natural kind of transition. So. <laughs> So I'll, I'll tell this story on me. Um, my son went to Catholic school first through eighth grade. And then uh, when it came time for high school, Jesuit was just way too expensive. And he was not very strong academically. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm the exception. Most parents like brag about their kids. And I still do brag about Chris. I mean, there is there is a lot of things that I'm really proud about him. But, you know, during junior high and you know I mean like he when he graduated high school he said you promised you said I couldn't get through high school without reading a book and guess what I did (laughs) (laughs) so um and to give fair credit when after he got his degree in college he made the joke that you know if you read the book the course is a lot easier to pass (laughs) 
<laughs> no shit. No yeah, shit. no shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, and, and my, uh, I, he was a Cub Scout and my Cub Scout leader, fellow Cub Scout leader, um, Miss Renee was there for his college graduation. And she's like, yes, Chris, you know, cause she's a librarian. She's like, yes, oh, okay. there, it is. there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, so they were talking to Chris, uh, some friends or something. And they, uh, and they were talking about like, uh, this family we're talking about that, you know, they liked going to five o'clock mass, you know, because that way you could go out, you know, you, you've, you've got your obligation and you got the dinner and then yeah. others like, no, no, no. They really like the early Sunday morning mass. So you can get that before the NFL or, you know, other people know I like the 11 or noon o'clock noon mass because it's kind of traditional, you know, Sunday. And then you go yeah. out to lunch. And so they, they looked at Chris and said, when does when do you go to mass Tuesdays? <laughs> Lynn and I just were horrible. We would never go to mass on the weekend. Uh, so um, uh, that's funny. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So growing up, uh, what kind of music did your family listen to? Were they musical? Uh, well, yes and no. Uh, I, I have immigrant parents. Okay. Um, so my, my dad came over from Italy, you know, fair, I don't know, maybe he was about 19 or 20 years old. So the music that came from him that I would listen to would be like, you know, like old world folk kind of okay. music. Right. And, and that music I heard like, you know, throughout the house or whether it was the uh, weddings or baptisms, those kinds of things, you know, his music was for, you know, for dancing and sort of having fun. Yeah. Um, and my mother, who also is an immigrant, but she came over pretty early. She was like three years old. Um, so she actually went to high school in the fall. So she, she's one of the like a, like a mom that doesn't have the, the typical Italian accent. And um, and I would just listen to music, maybe if we were in the car um, and nothing really in particular. She had I remember three albums um, in this giant stereo that we had. So it was either uh, my choice was Kenny Rogers, The Gambler. Okay. Um, I had uh, the police synchronicity. Okay. And we had Michael Jackson's Thriller. All right. Yeah. And then the last one I remember was uh, we had an eight track of Jim Croce's, um, I think, Time in a Bottle. Okay. Um, and, and that was it. And we just would play those. But it was no one was really musical or no one really played like a particular instrument or, or introduced me to anything in particular. Okay. Um, until, until I was 10 years old and, and that's when my life changed. Well, I have an uncle, uh, I still my uncle, it's my mom's brother. And, um, so he, he was 14 probably at the time. So in 1984, um, mm -hmm. he had a cassette tape and he said, listen to this. And I still remember it was cover me and it, it like a shot right through my heart. I, it was that guitar that just it hit me. Um, and like Bruce says, uh, you know, you don't really get into the lyrics. It's first the music. And, and from then on, you know, at a, at a young age of 10, that was it. I wanted to know, you know, everything about that album in particular. And, um, and Bruce had just come, but I didn't know, but he just, he had just come in 84 to CNE. Um, I think in the same month that Born USA was dropped. So I spent a year, just destroying this album and listening to it and 
and, and reading the lyrics and looking at that picture of, uh, of him against that tree in front of that. I think that's his home, right? Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I on do, South yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and I remember he was he was coming in 85 and um, it was in August and it was my birthday's in August. So I I begged my mother, I said, Mom, like, come on, like someone has to take me or whatever. Right. Uh, sad story. I, I, nobody took me. Oh um, no! Yeah, nobody, nobody took him. My uncle did go. Uh, he had someone take him, you know, at fourteen. But uh, that was it. From from then on, um, I just, I just became an, uh, a student. Like I, I wanted to know, I wanted to know everything. Um, so yeah, that 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 was the start. That's 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 great. Yeah. Um, can you articulate what about it spoke to you, Joe? I don't know from an early age and I, I still don't know why I, I, I maybe I had a, an emotional intelligence, but for some reason, like I could, I could feel like those characters, like I could feel Joe's pain in, in downbound train and, um, yeah. or, or the, the kid that was on, on the father's lap in my hometown, it, you know, and then there was the, the rockers. I mean, who, who didn't dress up as Bruce Springsteen for Halloween and, you know, from 84 to 86. Right. You know? um, so, and I did that and people thought I was Willie Nelson. I remember, but you know, I was, I was the only kid, you know, walking around with this headband, but. Um, that's, a, just, that's funny. That's, yeah, that's very funny. I still have, I still have the pictures, like the Halloween pictures, like, uh, okay. Um, but yeah, it was something about, about that. And then. Um, well, you know, I, I'm going to ask you for a f- picture to send with the, f- Okay. podcast so <laughs> if you can find that one scan it and send it to me and that's right, what it'll be i'll do my best to do that okay that's as great. embarrassing it'll be yeah no no that's great well i won't force you if you don't want yeah. to that's that's i think you'll just everyone will love it yeah that's great yeah um so you didn't get to go um when did you get to go to your first show well i i didn't get to go till 92 okay so um, I know Bruce didn't come to Toronto for the Tunnel of Love, and I listened to the shit out of that album. I mean, I still love, and I was only whatever thirteen, and and that same uncle he he bought the Tunnel of Love tape, and we we played the hell out of that, and uh, and then Bruce came in '88 for the um, I think it was the Amnesty, and he okay. came to Ma- he came to Maple Leaf Gardens, and I don't even recall why I didn't go, or I just yeah. kind of missed that, and then. Um, yeah, in '92, I was kind of finally old enough um, to go, and I went to the Sky Dome. And I I saw him on a Thursday, then the Friday, so I went I went to, to both concerts. And, and unfortunately, uh, you know, he was with the with that other band. Yes. And uh, I mean, he was still it was still spectacular. Sure. You know, you know, still awesome. But um, you know, th- there was a a disappointing moment at, uh, when they played Bobby Jean, and it would be Clarence. You know that that sack yeah. at the end and it just you know it didn't happen and uh it just felt different and uh i was i was like this this can't be it at some point i have to i have right. to see bruce in the east street band so um but yeah that, that was the first time 92 and then you know like i said anytime he came to if i can catch him in buffalo or toronto um i would or uh, actually went uh, i caught him a couple times in cleveland i think the first time the reunion tour okay um, and I saw, I think I saw the magic tour in, in Cleveland too. So, um, so yeah. Um, 
so I always preface this with the amount of times you've seen them is not a fair barometer what kind of fan you are big fan you are but um have you counted how many times well uh you know my fandom for Bruce it's like I've seen him a thousand times yes but I've I've only seen him probably 25 times okay I was just too young to you know, obviously to see anything from, from greetings, from yeah. born to run from darkness. Uh, you know, I was way too young to see the river. Like by the time I got into Bruce in 84, I guess he'd already had five albums out. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I was, uh, I was a, I was a young Bruce fan who kind of missed, who missed a lot of, it. I was just, I was just too young. Well, um, you know, and my problem was I lived in a small town in Louisiana um graduated high school in 77 so and i only heard am radio in fact i i can remember um i was dating a girl named jill and uh we went to see i I don't think i can't remember who it was it was some like kenny rogers or someone you know some country artist and um she's like man i really like this music they're playing and um and she it was darkness and she ended up buying that album and really liking it and i was just still you know pop only like you know i discovered the beach boys and i was just loving everything about the beach boys so um so i didn't really my first show was 2002 the rising. So, you know, I have the same issue, right? Like I, I, I missed the reunion tour for whatever reason, you know, yeah. I, I moved in Dallas in 86. So there was a chance that, you know, he could have, you know, I could have seen him on some of these tours like ghost of Tom Jode or some of these other things, but I just wasn't, he had not, I was a casual fan. Yeah. You weren't so now, there yet. Yeah. So I, I missed all that chances. And now that I'm like, dang it, it's, it's, you know, I did, you know, darn it. Oh, yeah. so that's why you try not to miss any that you can now. Right. Exactly. Like after 92, I did go to the ghost of Tom Joad um, in Buffalo. Um, so that would have been 95. Yeah. Um, and, and that was great. That was great. I actually waited. Um, I didn't bring a jacket. Stupid me. And it was freezing. And, uh, and we came after the concert, we'd come out and it was a kind of a kerfuffle, a bunch of people kind of waiting outside and, uh, some security guards out there and they were kind of trying to get people away, but there was talk that this is kind of the door that Bruce would come out of. And there was a thrifty van there kind of waiting. Um, and Bruce had come out and it was probably my, my, then my closest encounter. Cause he had come out and he had a scarf on and all that. And he kind of stepped onto the the platform of the thrifty van and I was kind of right there and kind of gave a wave and, uh, and he was off into the night. So, um, but yeah, uh, I just, I just wanted to become a student. I, I think in 89, I got, um, Charles Cross's Backstreets. Okay. Do you have that book? No. And, and that book is just, it's an incredible book. Cause I would go back and, and he just logs like every single concert that Bruce has ever done. Right. And then, um, you know, and for my birthdays, I would, I would ask for, for albums or, or CDs. Mm-hmm. My mother would say, well, what do you want for your birthday? I said, okay, well tell my aunt, she can get me greetings. Tell my grandmother, she can get me this. So then I just started like kind of collecting and then going back and reading Charles Cross's book. 
and uh, and hearing about, hey, there were these amazing concerts in 75 and, and in 1978. And I would, unfortunately, I guess I would buy these bootlegs. Yeah. You know, I would buy these bootlegs and hear these amazing shows. So I just, I just wanted to, uh, to know all about it. And uh, it was really, it was really the only music I, I, I kind of put my eggs all in one basket. Um, it was like kind of fall, you know, falling in love with your, you know, your high school sweetheart and, and never yeah. going off, off that path, you know, it, so you're, you fell in love and you just stayed with it. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I would dabble in other music that was kind of Bruce, like, I mean, John Cougar or U2 or, yeah. you know, Hootie and the Blowfish. I kind of enjoyed them too for a bit, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, you know, all Bruce all the time. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, you mentioned at the time that was your closest encounter. So have you had other encounters? Are there stories <laughs> to tell? Well, the, I mean, the big one would be that, uh, you know, we actually got to meet Bruce in, okay. in, in person. And I don't know if you want to hear that story now. Oh, please. Yes. That's, uh, I'd love it. Yeah. So it, it's uh, the anniversary is coming up February 16th, 2016. We went to go see the river tour. It was okay. me, myself, my brother, uh, my uncle, the one who introduced me to. Okay. And he, and he brought his two kids. Um, they were, I think, uh, probably 13 and nine or 10 at, at, at the time. Okay. And um, so we're going to Buffalo. And um, just prior to, to going to the arena, we, we went to like, you know, a little Buffalo dive and have a little bit of chicken wings like normal people do, I guess, before yeah, going to sure. a concert. And, and there was a couple sitting there and, and this lady had a picture on her T-shirt of her and Bruce. Okay. And, I, and remember we had this conversation with her and she says, hey, you know, I said, wow, you met Bruce? Yeah. And she told us a story. She goes, maybe you guys will too. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, thinking that there's no chance of that happening. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we, we end up seating or uh, getting the seats, my favorite seats. I'm going to put my secret out there. I love sitting in the first row behind the stage. Okay. I, those, I don't know if you ever sat there, Jesse, but oh, I have heard other people say that that's a really good place to see kind of like <laughs> Max, you can kind of tell, and it, there's a good, there's a good way to see that. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's an awesome seat, especially if you, if you can't, get yeah. close right you can't get into the pit and so on yeah um so uh, so we get there and, and then kind of right from the get-go uh bruce had was pretty enamored with with my little cousins because we we were pretty animated the entire three hours mm -hmm. and um and he turned around a lot and kind of gave them attention quite a bit and and um so yeah the concert was was awesome it was great to hear the river from beginning to end like yeah uh, that, that was awesome for me. Um, and then at the end of the show, uh, he'd come down uh, at the back of the stage. There's a couple stairs back there and he comes out of the curtain and he kind of gives us a couple fist pumps and, you know, kind of give us some attention. And, and, yeah. and he pointed to his, one of his managers there or security guards and he pointed to, to him and then kind of pointed up to us and kind of gave us like the, the hang on, like, but at the time, I, I really didn't know what was happening. I, I thought he, the, they were going to throw a couple picks up or I, I really didn't get exactly what was going on. Um, yeah. And within two minutes, uh, the same guy who was down there, had, uh, his security had come down the steps, gave us a tap on the shoulder and said, 
come, come with me. You're, you're coming with us. How many are there of you? And I said, well, there's five of us. And, and, you know, we, we went down to the, the bowels of the arena um, through security and, you know, seeing all the roadies pushing carts around and, 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 and seeing that whole thing. And, and we leaned up against the wall and kind of uh, were greeted. We were greeted very nicely by some of his people. And, and we waited. And uh, I remember leaning against the wall uh, and I wasn't really facing where Bruce was coming. It was, I really had no idea where he was coming from. He was sure. showering and, and doing his thing to, and, and my uncle was, was facing that way where Bruce was coming. And he says, Hey, Joe, there's Bruce. And I turn around and I swear to God, I saw Jesus Christ. Like I was like, yeah, sure. Holy shit. Like, like it's you, like, you know, the guy, like yeah. that I, you know, that I've built a relationship with that he doesn't know of, but <laughs> that, yeah. I built, that I built a relationship with for 35 years. Right. Like, like it was, it was an incredible moment for, you know, uh, you know, a little kid's dream from, you know, nine years old to, to come true. So, um, Bruce was great. He, uh, he kind of chatted with us. He was, uh, he gave the kids a, a pick and, um, you know, I, 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 I blabbed something to him, Jesse, about like how much, I, I don't know what I said to him. Just, sure. I, I was just like in awe. Right. Um, but it was, uh, it was a great moment, um, you know, to, to finally meet, uh, to finally meet your hero. Why did you think, do you think just the kids won him yeah, over? It, yeah. It had to have been the kids. I, I don't think it was my good looks. It had, <laughs> it had to have been the kids. Um, I, I just think that, uh, Cause he said, he goes, wow, you guys really stuck it out for the, for the three hours. You know, they, they were, mm-hmm. you know, they were, they were pretty pumped. And, and um, so, yeah, it, it just, it must've been the kids and they had like white t-shirts on. So they, they kind of stood out and so on with the um, you know, uh, the Br- Bruce's uh, you know, image on the t-shirts and so on. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, um, That's... It, it was an awesome moment. It was like, you know, 10 minutes, we chatted for about 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. Um you know, and uh, Willie Nile was back there. Um, I don't know if you know Willie. I think he's from Buffalo. Yeah. Um, uh, we met George Travis too, which uh, I think Bruce is like a long time, like tour director. And he kind of, before we met Bruce, he gave us like a, you know, kind of one of these passes or whatever. And uh, wow. But yeah. So it was, it, it was awesome. You know, um, it, it was just, it was just a cool moment. It was, a, it was a weird moment in a way that, you know, like I met Bruce Springsteen, the guy. Yes. Um, I, I was just aware that it, it was weird because it, there was no guitar slung over him. There was no sweat coming down him. There was no uh, fist pumping. It was just, it was a regular guy. And you, and you came to realize that Bruce Springsteen, the person is, is different from Bruce Springsteen, the persona or the artist. Yeah. Um, I know Steve Van Zandt talks a lot, a lot about like on Twitter, you know, he, he swears that you should not meet your hero that, right. You know, he's like you, cause the, the artist is, is different from the art. Right. Um, but he, you know, he has said that, you know, maybe Bruce is a, is a, is an anom- anomaly like the that. exception. And, yeah. Yeah. The exception. Right. So it, it was, uh, I, I just remember just, it, it was a moment of, wow, it's, you are, you know, two different, you are two different people. Right. And, and the person that, you know, I've made the connection with and the person that uh, helps me see who I am and the person that helps me reveal the person that I am or makes me a better person. It's basically like my relationship with him is almost like a relationship that when you fall in love with somebody, 
all of those things, right? Mm-hmm. Only they're, they're a stranger to you, right? They're just basically a stranger, although you think you know them. Yeah. Right. Although you think you know them. So that, then that's why he's so good, right? That's why he's so good. When you find yourself in the characters and in the music and, uh, you know, and, and, and the music, you know, it helps you through hard times and, and all those things, right? It's, it's, um, it's just like falling in love with, with, with somebody that, uh, that, you know, that you fall in love with. It, it's kind of the same, the same thing. So it was a, it was a pretty cool experience. Um, you know, uh, I wish it would happen. <laughs> I want it to happen again. Um, yeah. That's how know, selfish I am. No, no, I, I get that. I, um, I had a theory that we saw a lot, like not only did he bring the kids up for waiting on a sunny day, but you know, like he signed during that river tour, he signed a kid's excuse for being late, you know, and all these things. And I said, I, I think he has, I think he and Patty are ready to be grandparents, you know? And so I think that's, that your story feeds my theory that, you know, he's sitting there and he's, you know, he sees these two kids just rocking it out. And he's like, yeah. that's, that's pretty cool. Let's yeah. bring it on. So that's great. Yeah, for sure. You're right. I think, I think it wasn't too long after that. He did sign that kid's note about yeah. being late to school. So I, I know, I think he just, you know, he wants to see it, see those young faces in the crowd. Yeah. You know, instead of kind of always seeing like the, the older crowd, I think he likes seeing that, you know, yeah, and that, he, probably, he probably gets a kick out of it. Yeah. Knowing that the next generation is safe, like there, there will be uh, not that there's any doubt, but there is a whole generation raised. And yeah. you know, I've been lucky enough to have a couple of second generation fans on, you know, on the podcast where, you know, they like when I asked the question, when did you first hear Bruce? They're like, I, you know, like a couple said, I was dancing to Born in the USA in my diapers, you yeah. know, so this is all I've ever known. Yeah, um, for sure. That's kind of cool that you have an uncle so close to your age. So I take it that um, your your grandmother uh, had uh, yeah. a, a lot of uh, different kids at different ages, right? You yeah, know? yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, and, 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 and like, for some reason in like in Niagara Falls, Ontario, like um, if you're 45 plus, you're either a Springsteen fan or a Tom Petty fan. It's uh, you're split between the two, but there's just an enormous amount of Springsteen fans in, in that area of Southern Ontario. I don't know how the culture started there, but um, yeah. you know, it, it just didn't, I think Bruce actually went, I think he's been down to the falls. I thought he went with Patty, maybe on a, on his honeymoon or something like that. So I think he's been down there yeah. at one time, but um, so yeah, it uh, that's really how it started. And it, and it just, for some reason it, it hit home and it, it never, le- it never left yeah. me. I just, you know, and I was, you know, there weren't that many young kids of my age really like, right. You know, uh, you know listening to, to Bruce. And it was interesting at uh, on Facebook when I did put the picture up, when it did happen, I was getting like some of my elementary school friends were saying, Oh my God, we are so happy for you. Cause they they've known, you know, they've been hearing about Bruce for so long and yes, you know, they're just like, you know, yeah, that's, so, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Um, so you've kind of, that's a big one, but are there other stories of shows that you want to share? uh it's okay if you don't because that's a pretty damn good one right there <laughs> yeah, every, yeah. everything else falls short yeah um well i, I mean it was it was kind of cool I, I did see clarence clemens's uh last concert uh, okay that, and that that happened to be in buffalo 
Uh, yeah. Bruce, uh, that's at the time when Bruce was playing uh, the albums from beginning to end. Right. And, and he happened to do, I think that was greetings that, that, that night. And I believe if I'm, if I'm correct, that Danny did come out and do Sandy um, for that night. But he didn't stay the whole night. I think it might have just he might have just yeah. did that song because he obviously wasn't wasn't feeling well at the right. time and and so on. So that that was that was a great highlight. Um, so the, those were probably the, you know, the two and that were that were pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Do you incorporate I'm kind of jumping around, but do you incorporate yeah. Bruce into your classroom? <laughs> well, besides the posters that are on the wall. Yes, yes. You know, hey, Mr. C, who is that? Who is that yeah. guy? Yeah, you know, I got to explain it. But but, um, you know, uh, last year, I, I usually try to find kind of some of the fun ones. Uh, right. Uh, the kids really got into Sleepy Joe's Cafe. Yes. I remember cranking that and, you know, waiting on a sunny day. Some of the, some of the fun ones. Sure. Um, you know, so yeah. So every once in a while we'll, we'll slip it in there, but. That's pretty funny. Do yeah. they, do they know that um, that's a way, like, instead of bringing you an apple, you know, which the cliche, <laughs> like, you know, uh, Hey, look, I found this Springsteen thing, Mr. C. Well, they might say, Hey, I saw him on TV or whatever. Right. Yeah. Just kind of something like that. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, so yeah, once in a while he'll, he'll pop, he'll pop up there, but that's uh, pretty interesting. Yeah. I, um, I, I talked about this on Twitter that, uh, my mom, before covid and a little bit now but mostly before covid would you know loved going to garage sales you know and um and she anytime she found a bruce springsteen cd or cassette she bought it for me and um and one of her friends says well you know he has it and she says he told me it didn't matter and i'm like i'm not no i love Mm. the idea that you got like she sent me a human touch cassette i was like how Uh, cool is this that's awesome you know uh so uh yeah the um i always tell I, i i manage a contact center and um i always tell the new hires i said um if you want to suck up, you know, come to my office and talk, you know, Superman, uh, comic books or, uh, you know, Bruce Springsteen Bruce, can't yeah. go wrong. If you, if you want to suck up to the boss, you could talk about Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, I mean, it was funny. I, I would get people like, you know, would call me and say, you probably know this, but, uh, Bruce is going to be on TV or you probably know yeah. this, but, uh, like, yeah, I, I you know, I yeah. do know. So like, you know, it just, it, it's interesting, all the people, you know, the other people in your life that have been hearing this, yes. hearing Bruce, right. And my wife, yeah. Oh, here we go with the Bruce again, you know, and, and my, you know, and, and my mom, she's kind of become a fan because they just, I mean, you've, you've, you've played it so much that they've heard right. it throughout, throughout the house. And I'm like, you know, the song, she's like, Joe, you like, come yeah. on, you've been, you, you've been blasting this music like for, for years. Of course we, you know, That's we know sweet. the song or whatever. So um it's just interesting kind of uh mm-hmm. the other people in your life that uh you know hear well i here. i could go I, bruce doesn't do this but if he did where he offered um uh where you know you could pay for um 
a backstage pass, like one of those, you know, like some artists have this. Um, if I had a dollar for every time one of my guests said, yeah, my wife's just happy I'm talking to someone else besides her about Bruce, I could get that package. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I know that feeling. Are the how about the three little ones? Are your uh, kids fans? My little one, the, the three-year-old, yeah. um, has really, uh, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really become a problem. He is just enamored with, with everything all Bruce. I don't, I, I don't know. It, it started, I, I played one song for him um, and it was Sleepy Joe's Cafe. And that was like a, maybe a year ago or so. And now he, uh, he will not stop. He will not, he, he gets through all the books and he'll watch um, videos and he has a little guitar and he kind of has all the, all the moves down. Yeah. And, and I mean, I could play a song for three seconds and, and he would know it. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. Like I played backstreets. He's like, Oh, it's backstreets. Or, you know, he, he loves listening to, um, he loves listening to, um, the Detroit medley. Mm-hmm. He'll listen to that and, uh, on and on. Like, but for the most part, like the, my other kids, you know, they'll hear stuff from letter to you and, 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 you know, yeah. Hey dad, I really like I, if I were a priest or whatever, but yeah. really the, um, the youngest one, uh, who's named after me, um, mm-hmm. has just, uh, I don't know. He's just taken a liking and, and, um, it, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to see, but, uh, yeah. we're gonna, we'll see what happens with that. But he, he absolutely adores him. Like mm-hmm. it's, uh. It's crazy. Well, you, I think you did see on Twitter. I, I, I did post, um, like him singing "Born to Run." Like, yes, yes, uh, I did. Uh, yes, you know, and uh, so that was that He's was kind of really cool. good. <laughs> it's it's wild. Like he just, yeah. uh, he he's he studies them. Mm-hmm. He studies them, and then he just doesn't he just doesn't get sick of it. So it's 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 kind of funny. It's kind of neat to now kind of see. Is your lovely bride rolling her eyes and being a oh. little worried? <laughs> She is a little, you know, like we get enough, enough of the Bruce, right? Enough of the Bruce, you know, we'll, like, like Jesse, we'll, we'll have, like, sometimes we'll consequence him by saying, listen, I'm going to take your Bruce book away and he'll have a temper tantrum. He'll flip out like that. I'm t- taking yeah. something away. <laughs> That's Bruce. I'm like, oh my God, this has really, really gotten a hand. But um, yeah, he, you know, there's nothing I, I've done now. Now it's just basically it's him yeah. kind of, he's taken over, but uh, so it's kind of fun, but the way he feels about him and the way he's just enamored about him, like it would, I don't know. It's going to be, t- it's going to be tough. Like I feel bad because he says like that, he went, you know, when we go into the Bruce concert or, yeah. you know, he kind of thinks that that Bruce is like a real person, like that he can yeah. go visit. Like, right. you, know, t- you know, today he went to the potty and it's, Hey daddy, Bruce is going to be, Bruce will be happy. Bruce will be proud of me. <laughs> I'm like, well, dad's proud of you. Like, yes, he, so like dad's he, proud of you. Yeah, he thinks he's he's like an uncle. Like, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, my wife is like, you brought this Bruce thing. I'm like, that's all I did was play a song for him. I that's just, all I did. You know, so, um, oh, so it's, it's really wild. I, I told, um, there's an episode years ago. Um, I had read this when Bruce was doing the book signings that this rate this uh there was a column said what i would have told bruce if i could have and um she talked about that um her daughter juniper was born premature and her and her husband 
would play Bruce Springsteen music and read Harry Potter to her in the incubator, you know, in the needle air. And so, um, so she grew up with that and uh, they ended up writing a book about it. That's a really good book, uh, Jennifer um, and the girl born too soon, I believe it. And, uh, and I know right now uh, JK Rollins is getting a little bit of crap um, and I'm not getting into the political end of it, but when JK Rollins heard the story about the little girl she sent the family a whole collection of the harry potter books and said to juniper the girl who lived which you know harry potter the boy who lived and so um but anyway um so you know the book signing you only get a few seconds and they get a picture with juniper and her mom and everything and so but the reason i'm telling the story is they asked her well juniper are you sad that you didn't get to talk to Bruce. And she goes, he knows me. He wrote me wow. all those songs. Wow. That's awesome. That's <laughs> so, awesome. you know, yeah. so, you know, I just, that's your, your son's going to be like, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Bruce. <laughs> yeah. He wrote me all these songs. <laughs> well, he's, he's going to inherit a lot of stuff. I'll tell you that I have so much stuff and, you know, you know yeah. daddy, is that mine? Yep. You can, you can have that buddy. Like you can have everything that I, <laughs> <laughs> that I got here, but yeah. Uh, so it was, um, my mom is, um, is 80. And so she is starting to, um, she's in good health. She still lives by herself, but she is starting to, you know, a little bit of the Sopranos mom. You want this lamp? You want this, you know, like, you know, Olivia Soprano. Yeah. We good lamps wise mom. Uh, but she has done a lot of things and there's, you know, not much I want. And someone made a, a discussion about, oh, well, that'd be interesting. And my mom said, nope, Jesse Wayne has all the albums. And I went, yeah. yes, yes, I, yes, all the vinyl was mine. You know, yeah. that's, yeah, I wow, want that. Awesome. So, yeah, so that's great. So your, your, your other two were like, you know, might want other things, but the youngest, like, nope, anything Bruce is mine. He's got I it. Get he, it. That's he's great. He's got it, definitely. So, yeah. yeah. But I know you got to, you got to meet him, right? Was that at a book signing? It was at a book signing. Um, it was, um, you know, for like six or seven seconds, but it was, I, I got to shake his hand and got my picture taken with him and I got to tell him nothing out unique. So it's such a hard thing for someone to be such a, a big part of your life yeah. um, and, and not, and not meet them yeah, right? and, and not say, Hey, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you've been a big part of my life, you know, yeah. you know, and I, and I remember like thinking, man, like before I met him or, you know, I was like, I can't believe I'm going to, I won't like, I may not ever meet this guy. It'd be kind of sad, you know, that this dream of mine, either I go, you know, or Bruce goes before, or I go like, I'm never going to meet him, you know? Mm -hmm. And I remember, I remember a quote Bruce saying something like, uh, you know, what do you, what do you do if your dreams don't come true? Yeah. And, and and that kind of made sense to me. And what do you, what do you do if, if they do come true? Like, what does that mean? What if you do? And it's kind of interesting because my dream did, did come true and yeah there, there was this elation and at the same time i remember the next day there was kind of this 
uh, you know, I, it was a, there was kind of this downer moment because yeah. now it, it, it happened, yes. you know, like your dream has happened. So now what? Yeah. You know, so the, it was interesting that, and I and it had, not, you know, he was great and everything and, and, and it was awesome. And, and I told him whatever, whatever I had to tell him. And he kind of nodded his head. Like he's basically heard it. Who knows sure. how many times yeah. some other people. Right. But there was this kind of like, uh, I don't know if you kind of feel the same way sometimes, you know, that, that heightened feeling at a Springsteen concert. And then the next day where you're like, Oh, I, it was that little bit of a downer where you wish, okay, no wonder people go and, and just chase him all over the place. Yeah, You chase that high again. That high is just, yeah. it's, it's incredible. And you're like, Oh man, I wish I could, you know, go to Italy or go, you know, I, yeah. I, I just couldn't go, you know, I can't just go and chase yeah. him all over the place. Right. Like some people, some people can. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I told the, I told the story that at the, um, I was lucky enough. Um, Linda supported Chris and I going to see um, Bruce at, it was the second half of the river tour at Met stadium, you know, there in Jersey. And uh, he had done that. He was doing two nights going to Chicago and then coming back for a third night. And so we were there and it was a four hour show and it was the first time. And I've seen him 16 times, um, not counting Broadway. And, um, and it was the first time at the end of the concert, I was done. Like it, it, it was the show where um, the guy asked, his girlfriend to marry him during Jersey girl. And so Bruce got him on stage, give him a little dance. Yeah. yeah. And they had, they played, you know, Jersey girl and they played fireworks and it was a four hour show. And Chris and I looked over and it's like, I'm good. Like, you know, I, you know, like normally it's like one more man. Could I just get one more song? And that one was, it was like, I'd gone to the all you could eat buffet and I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'm I'm done. Now the next morning I was ready for another show, but at that night going home, I was like, that was perfect. That was, I would not have changed the thing. So yeah, yeah, it is something amazing. It is. Yeah, Yeah. it is. uh, Yeah, it is. uh, It, what it does to your spirit and what it does to your soul as Bruce talks about, like it's, yeah. It, it is incredible. And people's like, I remember people, I was saying, okay, well, I'm going to the show and then I'm going the next day. Like, why are you going? It's, you know, people say it's the same show. Uh, you know, it's not the same show. <laughs> and, right. you, know, you know, and you can't talk to Bruce, uh, talk about Bruce to non-Bruce people because no. you might as well speaking another language, you know. And I, I, I even remember trying to get people onto Bruce. I think I stopped that like years ago. Yeah. Um, it's like either get it or you feel it or or you kind of yeah you kind of don't and i'd be like you don't hear this like you don't yeah no like what do you t-? you know it's like uh, someone who knows art and and you look at it, and you're like well it's just a bunch of freaking dots what are you talking right. about yeah. right like it, it, so um when it hits you it hits you and there's no there's no feeling like it it's well i, I agree with you great. joe and I, it's it's that um i remember i had a boss and they were at a dinner party and he was saying, yeah, and I, this guy I work with has seen Bruce like 17 times. Like what? I've never seen any artist 17 times. I can't imagine doing that. And they just thought that, I, you know, and I, did, I tried to explain to him 17 low, you know, yeah, for this not, thing. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. So, and you you try to explain and that, well, 
like um, my buddy Sam is a huge Dylan fan, and um, and he's seen Dylan probably I probably a hundred times. I wow. he does he can't even count. Yeah. And so he was. We went to lunch today, and he was talking about that Dylan's announced the new tour, and he's going to do um, Irving. Texas, right outside of Dallas. He's doing two shows in San Antonio, one in Austin, one in Shreveport, one in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and one in Oklahoma City. And he said that years ago, he would have gone to all of them. And now then he's just going to probably do the, the one outside Dallas and the two in Oklahoma um, because I guess the, the Oklahoma, the Tulsa has the Bob Dylan Center located in it. Okay. Why? Well, because the billionaire that donated the money for the building lives in Tulsa. So that's why they have it there. <laughs> like, okay, there is no connection to Bill in Tulsa. None, none whatsoever. <laughs> um, but he said, because uh, Dylan lately has been doing like the same set list he just it's the same one yeah and um and the same thing like i know like i wouldn't go to i i you know i went to james taylor and jackson brown earlier this year or late late last year and it was a great show but i wouldn't go to multiple shows because i know it's the same set list but yeah as you and I know, you never know what you're going to get with Bruce. And no. even, yeah. even on the river tour where he was doing the river, I, you know, I, I like, I just wanted to get that feeling again, that, that yeah. high. Yeah, definitely. Are there, are there albums or songs besides sleepy Joe cafe that speak <laughs> to you or your family? <laughs> well, some of, some of the fun ones, right. The ones that you don't have to dig too deep into, you know, the, the yeah. glory days, the dancing in the darks, the, those kind of fun ones, you know? Yeah. Um, so th- those are probably maybe the, some of the easier ones to, you know, to get into. It was interesting. I, 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 I enjoy working out whenever I get 20 minutes or 30 minutes in the basement and, and my wife's like, Oh, I really like that, that one song. And cause that's what I'll play. And it was, yeah. uh, it'll, it's it let's be friends. I don't even remember that. Um, sure. From I think the rising. Yeah. Um, she's like, Oh, I really like that song. So every, every once in a while, when I get a chance, Hey, listen to this this way, um, it'll make her happy. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, those are some of the fun, the fun ones yeah. that kind of, kind of play to, yeah. to kind of keep people interested, but, uh, those wouldn't be my, uh, my go-tos. Okay. Uh, what are, myself. what are a couple that mean a lot to you personally? Um, well, there's, there's a, few I, I probably couldn't even I, I can't even get through without tearing up I, I lost my dad when I was 31 and 47 now um but okay. this is like in um like my father's house um there's the the, the one part of the song when the, when uh, the character gets to the gates yeah and it says I'm sorry son uh sorry yeah no one by that name lives here anymore that gets yeah. to me uh my dad is is actually in a wall like in a mausoleum and and the song the wall um you know, if your if your eyes could cut through that black stone, will they recognize me? Like a couple of things oh, that I can't, wow. I, I, I can't even I can't sure. even to get through. But um, I mean, I for me, the darkness it's probably darkness album is probably my my favorite. Yeah, um, I, I still think that you know, Badlands is probably the best, at least for me, probably the best 
live song at a Springsteen concert. Sure. Um, even for maybe a casual fan to, to witness that and to hear that, it, it just seems like one of the most powerful live songs. Yeah. Um, that you can hear. I, I know Born to Run would be up there too when the lights come up and all that too, but yeah. But it's hard. I mean, uh, between, uh, you know, Born to Run and, and Darkness and, and the river. I mean, they're, they're, they're amazing. Those, those albums are. Yeah. You know. Um, are you chasing anything? Is there show, is there songs that you got, have excluding Western stars letter to you? Are there songs that you wish you could hear live that you haven't got to hear yet? Uh, I, th- I thought about that. I'm like, I think, you know, Jesse's going to ask this question. I, and I've thought about this for a bit and, and I, I'm not sure. I think I think I've I think I've heard everything that I've I've really wanted to hear. Okay. All, all the all the big ones, you know. I remember the first time I got to hear "Trapped" in Toronto. That that was huge for me, um, you know. And I've heard something in the night, and and all the big ones. Um, maybe something like 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 "Restless Nights" uh, from Tracks, or okay. um, you know, it'd be great to hear "Prove It All Night" with that with that guitar intro. Sure. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but I can't really pinpoint, you know, something that I, that I'd be chasing. I mean, uh, I, for me, it'd be, it'd be great to hear particular albums, um, yeah. you know, from start to finish, that'd be kind of cool. But, uh, um, everything's gravy from here. I, I, it's, I'm not chasing anything. Yeah. I, you know, I just, I just want to be a part of it again. You know, yeah, it's, uh, I know. You know, I just want to be a part of it. I, I want to feel that stress again about having to buy tickets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when that stress comes and where am I going to sit and, and that. So um, uh, to answer your question, I'm, I'm not really chasing anything. Okay. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Good. Yeah. Um, is there anything that I should have asked you, Joe, that I haven't? No, I, 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 <laughs> I, I think we got it all here. I, okay. I think I, I was, you know, I told my story um bruce's you know his music had a huge impact in my life and it, it started pretty early yeah and that you know and and uh, that was really the message i want to get across he, he was been a big part of my life and yeah. um it, it was great you know to have finally after having a 35 year you know or 30 year relationship with with somebody to finally say hey you know just thanks yeah. you know thanks for that and it and it's it is sad. I know there's a few people on Twitter, like you know, I've seen the picture of, of me in the group with Bruce and they said, Hey man, I'm jealous. And, you know, I, I wish, I just wish everybody could, could have a particular dream come true. Cause it's, yeah. Especially their Bruce, you know, their Bruce dream. Cause um, yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. This is awesome. great. And it's been great visiting with you. I, I love visiting with you. Um, this is just amazing. Uh, all right. But before I get you out of here, I got to talk to the Mary question. So okay. if you are a, um, a member of the PTA uh, or the dad's club and you're listening to this because, you know, you're supporting uh, Mr. C uh, yeah. teacher uh, or your friend of Joe's, um, I end every episode with the Mary question. Um, Jay Armstrong is a retired honors English teacher of Philadelphia area. He just recently published a book, um, Bedtime Stories for the Living. I recommend it highly. But every year, his seniors would 
take Thunder Road and treat it like a lit, a epic poem. They'd go through all the lyrics. They would talk about the imagery Bruce uh, did. They talk about the themes of the poem. They compare it to Robert Robert Frost and other poetry. And at the end of the two days, he would ask the class, "Does Mary get in the car?" So, Joe, that is your question. Does Mary get in the car at the end of Thunder Road? Well, I mean, the obvious answer is yes. Um, okay. and, and, the, and the way I see it, it like um, that album is, is uh, Born to Run is, is very cinematic. Most yes. of the songs are very cinematic. So if, if I were a cinematographer, which I'm not, yes. um, you know, the way I see it and the way I picture it is the characters in the car he looks over to Mary and kind of puts his hand out and she goes back inside okay. pan, pan to the character. He's got his kind of head down, maybe on the wheel. And we hear the screen door slam and she's come up with her jacket and she hops in the car. Bruce put not Bruce. I don't know if it's Bruce or the character <laughs> puts it in park and, and off they go on the sunset. And, and that's the way, that's the way I see it. You got, you got to believe. You I love that, that answer. Better. Yep, That's perfect. Believe. That's perfect. I love that. I could see the movie ending that way. And that's great. Um, if someone wants to reach you and or if they want to see videos of your adorable son <laughs> doing his Bruce impersonation, what's the best way? Yeah, I'm at Twitter at uh, one boss fan. OK, uh, so that's how you can get at my Twitter handle um, for a little bit of a uh, little bit of sports, a lot of Bruce stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can you can search Joe Carbonara, but uh, okay. yeah. What's yeah. your favorite sport? Are are you a fan? I'm, of I'm, all a, of them? I'm a soccer guy. I'm a soccer guy. I started pretty early because my dad, um, Leaf fan, obviously trying to make the Leaf fan. Yeah. Um, what's Blue your Day, what's Day's your fan. team? What's your team do you follow? In hockey? Uh, no, in in soccer. In soccer, well, it's, there's a team in Italy. I, I like, I enjoy following the the league there in Italy. Okay. Um, so uh, football, love the Niners. That kind of started pretty early because my dad said, "Hey, I think there's an Italian on the team named Joe Montana." <laughs> so okay, well, we gotta follow. Then him. we gotta follow him. There so we that, go. So, so that's how that started. So uh, so yeah, I uh, sports has been a big part of my life. Is pretty much what kind of got me through school. But um, but yeah, so. Very yeah. nice. Very cool. Um, Joe, this was a blast. Thank you so much for taking time to visit with me. Um, this was a joy. Um, I hope you had fun. It was awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you. It no was a problem. pleasure to talk to Bruce and it's a pleasure to meet you too. It, it was great. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome. All right, listener, you stay safe. Go get vaccinated. Go get boosted. Let's remember to be diligent as we wear our mask. We wash our hands. Um, and let's all be good to each other as we get through this horrible time, because that's the only way we're going to get through it. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, listeners. And we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bruce Springsteen Live provides fans with an intimate look into Springsteen's creative process. The Bruce Springsteen Live exhibit opens at the Woody Guthrie Center on Saturday, April 16th, running through Sunday, September 25th. The exhibit will feature iconic artifacts, live performance footage, instruments, stage costumes, exclusive interviews, concert posters, and photography, as well as unique interactive displays to immerse fans in Bruce Springsteen and the band's creative process. 
More information can be found at woodyguthriecenter.org. Please let them know that Set Lessing Bruce sent you there, and I'll see you in Tulsa. Doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation, and I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlessingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter, at setlessingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw. We have a website, www.setlessingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts, as well as other music-themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All-Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. There is a link to our store, where you can purchase Set Lessing Bruce shirts, as well as a Mary Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page, where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash, and right now who does, you can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, said Listening Bruce. The theme for Set Lessing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.